Welcome to TWW, The Weekly Wheel, where each week the Dharma Wheel rolls and delivers you new content available anywhere at any time in your everyday life. We present a mindfulness service, which has three components. First, meditation. And then we meditate with sound through chanting. You can have your mind wander when you sit in silence, but it's very difficult to wander as you chant. You need to focus on the next character, on your breathing, on the next line. And if you pat yourself on the back too much or become too self-aware, you'll miss a line. And then lastly, we have something called active listening, where we lean into and really listen to the Dharma talk given by our senseis. You could think of silent meditation and sound meditation through chanting as preparatory to get our minds focused and open and clear so we can really listen clearly and really take in the Dharma. And in a sense, it perfumes the mind. The mind is slowly changed as it hears new points of view, new perspectives, and new approaches to dealing with life. It's set up much like an in-person service. It's led, moderated by multiple voices. So you get a variety of opinions, a variety of, of perspectives as you go on your journey. So I hope you will join us now for this mindfulness service presented to you by the people at The Weekly Wheel and the Orange County Buddhist Church. Thank you so much. We will now have seated meditation. Take a moment to see that your back is straight and centered with your shoulders relaxed. If you're in a chair, it's best to sit forward slightly rather than leaning on the chair back and keep your feet flat on the floor. Try keeping your eyes half open, resting the gaze gently downward, without focusing on anything in particular. In the same way, be open to whatever sounds are coming into your ears, whether from inside the room or outdoors. We are not trying to isolate ourselves from the world around us, but rather feel that we're part of that world. If you like, you may count your breaths from one to ten. Inhale deeply, let it all out. Try slowing down your rate of breathing relative to what it would be at other times. We are not trying to think about anything in particular or visualize anything. We simply watch our thoughts come and go.
Please put your hands together in gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 You may stretch your legs and then please stand. We will now have our standing meditation session. Your upper body is in the same position as for sitting meditation. Straight head and spine, shoulders back, eyes half open, hands comfortably positioned in front. Legs should be shoulder width apart with knees slightly bent. Again, rock forward and backward and side to side to find your center. Standing meditation reminds us to take our meditation practice out into the world, waiting in line at the store, being stuck in traffic, going through TSA security at the airport. Over time, meditation becomes a practice for the body and mind that can be recalled when needed most in situations that may be merely annoying, perhaps frustrating, or even stressful. We will begin at the sound of the bell.
Please put your hands together in gasho and bow. Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts. Return to your seat or cushion. Sitting in this way, we might wonder what purpose we are achieving. Actually, there is no specific purpose. I think it's really to make us aware of what sitting is, what breathing is, standing is. What are these simple activities that we do most of the time without thinking about them at all? We'll begin our second sitting at the bell.
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 We will now begin our chanting segment. Chanting is another form of meditation. Through chanting, we have to be present in the moment as we concentrate on each syllable that's presented before us. It is a way for us to calm our minds and to be in the here and now. We will begin at the sound of the bell. We will now chant Jusege. Mm-hmm. 
How to find your way. There was a man who was visiting New York City. He was an older man and was looking forward to attending a concert at Carnegie Hall. If you Google Carnegie Hall, you will find that Carnegie Hall is a concert venue in Midtown Manhattan in New York City. It is at 881 7th Avenue, occupying the east side of 7th Avenue between West 56th and 57th Streets. But he could not do this, since his iPhone was having trouble getting a signal, and he was low on battery. Not knowing this, he headed out from his hotel to attend the event. But as he walked down the street, he realized that it is an excitement that he really didn't know where he was going. New York City is big and crowded, especially so without an iPhone for support. He didn't even know the address, and he couldn't check to see if it was on his ticket because it was waiting for him at will call. He realized that he needed to stop and ask for directions, but who to ask? He then noticed a younger woman in a formal long black dress carrying an expensive looking violin case. He wondered, as a musician, if she might be able to give him directions to Carnegie Hall. He was hoping to get something on paper, an address, cross streets, a map, a list of directions. He wanted text, that would give him the steps necessary to make progress from where he was to where he needed to go. So, as she was waiting at the street corner for the light to change, he approached her and asked very politely, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? She was busy and in a hurry. She was living in New York time. She took pity on this poor out-of-towner and replied, there is only one way to get to Carnegie Hall, and that is practice practice, practice. And then she suddenly was off on her way. 
The man was confused at first, but then he realized that they were talking about two different Carnegie Halls. He was focused on attendance while she was focused on performance. This was because he was a tourist and she was the first chair violinist at Carnegie Hall. This story is one of my favorite jokes, but it is also a metaphor for how we often approach Buddhism. Many of us focus only on the destination of insight and awakening. We yearn for teachings and texts, a new set of beliefs, but these teachings, texts, and beliefs need to be performed with our bodies, not merely comprehended by our minds. We must embrace them. They must be self-actualized. This is a shift from books to practice. They are both equally important, and they are mutually reinforcing, but the latter is usually given much less attention in Western presentations of Buddhism. This can be easily remedied by placing a greater emphasis on the need to practice, 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 in order to not reach a final destination, but to experience a new level of awareness within our everyday lives. This topic will be explored in more detail along the everydaybuddhist.org course pathway with our course offering titled The How and Why of Buddhism. For this and our entire course offering, you can subscribe for $10 a month or save $25 with an annual subscription of just $95 per year for unlimited access to all our EB content, courses along the pathway, guest speakers, and the weekly blog posts. I want to thank you very much for listening. In God's show, Reverend John Turner. Today's program was presented and produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church. This podcast is copyrighted 2024 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, all rights reserved.